0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Josh, and welcome to Filmverse, the show all about cinematic expanded universes. On this week's episode, we'll talk about another actress returning to a beloved franchise, a new take on Teenage Mutants, a badass take on Nightwing, and Hellboy runs into more controversy. Here to geek out with me today is Bruno.
1: I, I know what we're talking about on the show, but when you said Teenage Mutant, I was really hoping you'd finish that up with Ninja Turtles. You always do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Chachi? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Bruno. And I know, like, we literally just talked about it a minute ago, but I thought we were going to talk about the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, if
0: you guys wanted to talk about how yes. bad Michael Bay is mm-hmm. oh, every episode, yes. it could be a running theme. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Megan?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm taking back the class today. I'm back in control.
1: The teacher's back. Ocean. Was my homework assignment too rough on you?
3: No, actually, I really <laughs> enjoyed it. Um,
0: <laughs> but that's why she has to take this shit back before someone takes over. Yeah, before
3: they realize that the sub is better
4: than the teacher. <laughs> right. Right. I'm that cool sub.
0: And Brendan.
5: Hey. No chess here today.
0: No chest hair today. You actually wore a shirt.
5: I actually wore a, a whole <laughs> Yeah, I actually put on a t-shirt today, unlike normal days. I mean, I did add a sign in
0: front of the, you know, my house that said "No shirt, no shoes, no service." So were
3: you gonna say I actually wore a whole shirt, and then you changed what you were saying? I thought Instead about of it. Having a shirt. No crop tops today. No, no crop no tops. tops
5: today.
2: Oh. <laughs> Will you wear one tomorrow? <laughs>
5: uh, I'm wearing a tunic tomorrow.
0: It's 90 degrees tomorrow. For, yeah, we're, uh, we're all going to the ring fair need for a listeners.
5: Top. Ooh, I'm gonna need one. Yeah.
3: I like how we changed it from tank top to tube top because mm. that's no sleeves. It's just, just that makes it even sexier. Yeah, with all the chest hair poking Ooh. out. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, watch I just,
3: out, boys.
2: Yeah, I, I just picture him in a tube top, and now I'm all flutter. <laughs> <laughs> swoon, swoon. Hey, or it could just be all this coffee. <laughs> okay, I've had a lot of coffee. All right, let's
0: let's go ahead and jump into the topics. So. This is episode eight, not seven. Don't be confused, even though this sounds a lot like what we already talked about last week. A beloved actress returning to a franchise. Anything after the first movie in the sequel is no longer canon.
2: Yeah, Halloween. Good. This is not Halloween. <laughs>
0: this oh. is Terminator. Oh. What? Yeah, Linda oh. Hamilton is returning to Terminar- to the Terminator franchise. So I have- well,
5: first off... Really?
4: Like, <laughs> we'll we get I, into I, it. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
0: just some details for the listeners. So, Linda Hamilton returning to Terminator franchise. James Cameron is producing and helping write right. the yeah. movie, which is great because this is the first time he's been back. Mm-hmm. Rob since Zombie is directing. No, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Miller uh, from Deadpool. He directed Deadpool. Uh, is directing this movie. This will only be his second movie he's ever directed because before this, he was the special effects supervisor and he has his own special effects company. So,
1: was he doing special effects before and just watching all these directors? He's like, "No, you're screwing it up." Pretty much, <laughs> he yeah. was like, "I'm doing it. I'm just doing it myself." I mean, you,
0: you saw the the vignette thing that they, that leaked online for uh, Deadpool. It was all CG. That was his company that made that. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: and that's what got them the movie, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it's like he leaked that out. Well, he didn't leak it, according to him, but I think he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's uh, go around the table and see Oops. what everyone's thoughts are. <laughs> Bruno, what do you think about this?
1: Uh, I'm glad that. None of the Terminators after two are part of it. Oh, uh,
5: I disagree. Rise of the Machines had some potential. I mean, it's it's okay. Oh, are we
1: judging movies by potential? Because there's a lot of movies <laughs> that, are terrible oh. that have potential. Oh. Yeah. If you grade oh. it on a oh. curve, God. it's not That's that right. bad. Bird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was
5: that was uh, Bruno Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> this one's no. for you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I mean, Rise Rise of the Machines. It's okay, but I thought Salvation was trash, and I thought Genesis was trash. So. That's my personal opinion. My shout up after that.
2: Yeah, I just I liked Rise of the Machines. I'm sad that it's not going to be part of it anymore. But I really think that this is just a move from James Cameron to prove his point that that he said about Wonder Woman. I mean, that is a good point, but this is also brings up another type of sticky situation.
0: How do you feel if you're Linda Hamilton? And, I, like, yeah, like, how's that happen? I
3: was going to comment on that. Like, how did he get her back after suggesting that she wasn't attractive enough?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you, Wonder Woman had to be attractive. She had to be a beautiful woman. That's that's when, we were like, at least my actress wasn't beautiful. Yeah. It's like, whoa, sick burn, bro. Like, that's not cool.
3: Yeah, how did he get her back? Like, yeah. does she have like no real self-worth
5: well let's think about what linda hamilton done since terminator 2 does someone
1: want to inform the listeners if they're not aware of the situation between cameron and wonder woman
3: yeah so james cameron came out in a statement that was pretty shitty saying criticizing um how wonder woman isn't really a real feminist icon because she's attractive essentially
5: yeah it, it, and that he, that female heroines have to be gritty and like that Hamilton right. was like the gritty um, mm. rewarding heroine because like she came overcame adversity but she was not beautiful while she did it or something it was just like you can't tell me
3: that little Linda Hamilton didn't pop some boners mm. while people were watching those movies that's why
5: I'm excited for her to be back. <laughs> I mean, I mean factor, uh, To be Bruna. fair, I actually thought Linda Hamilton was actually really attractive in the first Terminator. Like yeah. I don't understand. Like she was gritty in Terminator too, but
2: right. she was just she was just a regular person H- in the here's, first one.
5: I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. I'm not defending what he said at all, but I'm wondering if what he meant
0: or what he did a terrible job in explaining was she wasn't a perfect person. She had flaws. Sure. She had a lot of flaws. She right. seemed like she was more of, you know, person down on their luck, whereas Wonder Woman felt like she had the whole world in her hands. She was a princess. Well, yeah, I
3: mean, she is handmade from clay to be perfection. You can't say. Brought to life by
0: Zeus. In the new canon, but yes, go ahead.
3: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Roll my eyes, you can't see it. Um, (laughs) But like, you can't compare the two because Wonder Woman was created to be that perfection. You can't say, oh, she's not gritty enough. She's not supposed to be gritty enough. Exactly.
0: It's it's apples and oranges, in my opinion. But I am kind of, I'm not going to lie, I'm excited about this reboot
3: so I have a question I've seen the Terminator movies at like some point in my time so which Terminators is this is this like the silver Terminator that's like liquid mercury so, or?
1: so this is T-1000 yeah, yeah. so
2: the, it's the, the first one is whenever Arnold was the bad Terminator okay. and then the second one was when Arnold was the good Terminator and the third
3: one was with liquid mercury no he was no. The, second second one. Second the second one, one. okay so yeah. he's, he's yeah. real he was the bad guy he's yes. real now yes. yes okay Yeah. he's yeah. Yeah. still so in canon but then Lady Liquid Terminator isn't real? No, Correct. she's no, no longer unfortunately.
0: Can. Yeah, the, the I mean, Terminatrix, sorry. as they I would call it. I kind of felt like she was a ripoff and kind of just
5: trying yeah, to, Yeah, you know. it was just like, how do you make the T-1000 more scary? And that's yeah. basically how they came up with a new solution for that. Yeah. Okay, it was yeah. g- awesome. good
3: Good job. Mm. Whoever Shut decided up. that taking out another female <laughs> character from your series way to be you know a real ringer for feminism. Well, I mean,
1: the, the new one could have a female T1000 still.
3: Yeah, but he's he's taking out a character that already existed. Yeah, what that if he just provo- brings her back? That, he could. We don't yeah, know that. He but like so just because far, they
1: take it out doesn't. You don't mean... need to
3: play devil's advocate, Bruce. So far, <laughs> what he has done has made her null and void. She no longer exists.
5: Correct. I think yeah. that. I mean. The the reality is though is that the So uh, only
3: Terminators can be male now? Yes. <laughs> Until the new movie comes out? No, we I know, we I
0: know. know nothing about the plot. <sighs> we have no clue what this plot is going to be. But we do know is Linda Hamilton's on board. We also know Arnold Schwarzenegger's on board. Mm-hmm. But one rumor about Arnold Schwarzenegger that I thought was really interesting, he's he might be playing a human. He might be playing the character that they based that the Terminator's, the Terminator's likeness off of. Oh. So yeah, he's a old guy who might have something to do with
2: the project to make the Terminators. Yikes. Maybe like ex-Navy SEAL, maybe something like that. Okay, so in Terminator 3, well, uh-huh. I, no, I guess it doesn't matter because... <laughs> All Terminator doesn't
0: count. Yeah. So
3: are they going to make Arnold look like Dave Bautista in the Blade Runner short with like fake glasses on to make him look smarter? Yeah. Oh God,
0: what I'm yeah. hoping is that he's not supposed to be like the scientist, that he's supposed to be like, hey, you um, are ex-military. Gri- grizzled in- Marine or
3: something okay, like that. Okay, that right. makes
5: more or sense. We're
0: using your knowledge of you know tactics and that kind of stuff to program these robots. He's
1: like a field general Exactly. Or like well,
2: that. I mean, so I know that doesn't count, but in Terminator 3 there's a scene where they talk about how they created the, the T-101, mm-hmm. right? and it's based off of Arnold. Yeah. But... He has like this really weird like Southern accent. Oh God! And and then there's like this other scientist who has the voice
1: of Arnold. I'll be back, y'all.
2: <laughs> oh, it, well, it wasn't even his voice. Uh-huh. It was in a yeah. deleted scene, though, it wasn't it? It was, it was. Yeah, this was a deleted. Uh, scene this is of, crazy. Yeah. So they so
0: they're saying that they based his look off of Arnold, well, his character in the movie, but then his voice off of another guy in the movie. Yeah. Right, right. And right yeah. It was to of way way
3: Southern accent.
0: And the, the yeah yeah. yeah. yeah
5: the, well, they, watch the deleted scene after yeah, this. Yeah, okay. watch after this.
0: Yeah. That, that's, but I'm kind of glad that they're taking out all that stuff because honestly, it's convoluted and it, it made sense timeline line wise in the first two movies. They didn't make it too complicated, so I'm glad that they're not including the rest because that kind of got really it, out there. It, yeah,
5: once you got Rise the Machines going, like it was just you kept it just kept changing You know, changing. Oh my goodness, it was just so much time travel and nonsense. But I do want to make a comment that I find is really interesting. Um, so we were just talking about. Jamie Lee Curtis coming back to Halloween. Now this isn't relevant now, but it was relevant probably uh, maybe a year ago or so. Um, Sigourney Weaver was like, "Hey, Neil Blomkamp wants to make Alien Five, but Alien Five was going to be going to ignore Alien Three and Four and then just pick up right after Aliens." And it's just to me, it's really hilarious to see like one the main actress returning Mm -hmm. and a James Cameron revived franchise. It's possible and that we're, s- we're starting yeah. back at yeah. where James Cameron left off.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's possible that we do see something like that happen with Alien still because since the Covenant didn't do well, I don't know what's going to happen. Right? Is it going to be Ridley Scott's you know project anymore? Or are they going to try to go back to the Blum Camp? Right. Co-
2: Covenant was before
5: Covenant's pre Alien. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like this movie that Blum was doing was supposed to be a- Alien Three essentially. Who? Neil Blomkamp. He uh, created. Um, I you said Blomkin. Oh, Blomkin. <laughs> gross. Uh, no, Blomkamp. He he directed Drist- District Nine. Okay. Yeah. Which so I was really excited when I heard that he was going to be helming an alien film because he's got the. I think he can do it.
0: Yeah, he can do the gritty visuals and make it kind of seem realistic and not just seem like it's CG bad. Yeah, plasticky looking things,
5: kind of like Covenant dude. Uh, Just saying. So yeah, and I, all, but I mean, that's James Cameron once again created another. He, he could probably use the same yeah reference on Sigourney Weaver as he did with Lyndall Hamilton. Uh, you know, but like,
0: he didn't come up with Sigourney Weaver. Looks that's for, true. He didn't come that, up with that's, Ripley. That is that's Rid- Ridley Scott's character Ridley Scott's, that he used right. in the sequel. Right. But
5: he he took Ripley to a new level in true. Aliens.
0: I do agree with that. All right. Let's go ahead and move on <laughs> to the second Sorry. story. Yep. No, no, no. You're fine. Uh, the second story is actually going to be about the movie New Mutants. So the Fox chairman and CEO, Stacey Snyder, uh, was talking about New Mutants on, I believe it was Variety, uh, and said... They are in a kind of Breakfast Club detention slash cuckoo Nest uh, institution for the safety of others, and he also says that it's more like The Shining than a superhero movie.
1: It's just those two things don't add up for me. Like it's all yeah. three. All three yeah. of those yeah. movies feel right, three. Not, right. yeah. yeah they breakfast
2: don't, Club and Cuckoo's Nest are two totally different things. Well, like, so like Cuckoo's Nest would remind me of what was the um, the show on FX you're, Legion you're, Legion yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Legion, that's the cuckoo's nest. Yes. Yeah. Which is one... Like, this felt felt a lot like what
0: he was saying. Feels like Legion. Like, I don't know if we need a movie to be Legion. Although, this is teenagers instead of being, you know, middle-aged mutants. So, is that
1: where you get the breakfast club in? Like, where
5: you get a bunch of teenagers. Coming of age. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they're also finding their powers, he said. So, I feel like this could be, you know, them... Coming to age with their powers, just so, like what's, what's really good about X-Men, I feel like, is seeing them, you know, wrestling with what their powers are and what that means, who they are. David was also
2: finding his powers. Yes, he was. In Legion. In Legion. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> finding out which powers were actually... But in he was an adolescent.
0: Right. Like, he was also dealing with, you know, hormones and all Spoiler that crap. Spoiler alert.
3: Sorry, I shouldn't have said anything.
5: Uh, but so, I mean, something else to consider is they, they, do, they also include the Shining in here. So, like, where... <laughs> So where does that fit in? <laughs>
3: this just seems convoluted, maybe there's and gonna be a maze. Unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah, head
1: maze. There's maze. So, two girls <laughs> at the end of a hallway.
3: The, <laughs> the, the article also mentions that, like, between Legion and then The Gifted, which is also coming out about oh, yeah. children coming of age, mutants, like. <laughs> why? Why is this necessary then? What's gonna set this differently? Because it's shining esque.
2: Well, yeah, because they're gonna have a hallway full of blood. That's yeah. gonna be <laughs> the
1: elevator. That yeah. every of woman blood.
3: is gonna use as a gift to refer to their periods. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that
1: gift is outdated. We need a new. We need one a new that. reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. We need a, a lot new people one. People aren't so. getting that anymore. New
2: mutants. Or What's that from? New mutants. Got it. Got or them covered. Or maybe, maybe one of their mutant abilities is to look like a really hot like woman and have people make out with you. And then, like, once they realize what's going on, oops, you're a de- decayed old woman.
0: These are all references for Shining for people yeah. who don't know. Right. <laughs> we already
3: right kind of have a TV show that's like this, and it's called Misfits. Mm.
0: That's true. Oh, Misfits is good,
1: so good for those of you who have not seen it. I
3: mean, I've never one thing seen
1: that it. makes me feel better gotcha.
0: is uh, that this is a CEO saying all this stuff. He's, he's top level. He's not actually involved with the writing or with the directing. He... He's gotten a pitch and he gave them money. I I don't uh, I don't really feel like we can take too much out of this because he's probably not in all that much of the know right. when it comes Actually, to this.
1: Now that you say that, I just imagine a CEO be like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this and that and this and this and everything's gonna happen like this," and everyone else is going, uh, uh, "What? What? Yeah, <laughs> like someone <laughs> read
0: like a uh, manual on how to get their movie greenlit, and they're like, just mention a whole bunch of really famous movies, and <laughs> no, that makes they, them yeah. think they it's are
2: good."
3: like. Like, they,
2: they probably pitch it to him and he was like, well, you can have it as long as it's like Breakfast Club, Cuckoo's Nest, and The Shining.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're just going to be like, okay, boss.
5: <laughs> sure, it's whatever. T- Check, please. Is there something worth noting that two of those films are Jack Nicholson films?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, oh, man. Jack Nicholson <sighs> in any expanded universe that's still ongoing, not counting the 1989 <laughs> Batman movie. Um, yes. But that, I, I feel like it would be awesome if he came back to a franchise of some sort.
2: I would love the Maybe that's the what's going to be The Shining about it. Maybe he's like just going to be in the hedge maze killing everybody. I mean, okay, if I'm thinking of what he
0: said, his, even though it's convoluted and all that kind of stuff, I can imagine a movie, One thing I can imagine a movie being about these kids being locked away in this place because they're essentially mental pa- patients because they have these powers that are hurting other people and them trying to wrestle with their powers in adolescence and being locked in this place together. So, yeah.
3: So, have you guys seen who's in the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Maisie Williams is going to be playing Wolfsbane. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, the brother from Stranger Things, the older brother, uh, he his name's Charlie. He's going to be Cannonball. Okay. And then we have Anya Taylor-Joy. She's in Salem. She, I don't I know don't if you guys have seen that. No. Um, she's going to be Magic.
0: I don't know Magic either. You don't, magic?
3: Um... Magic can like teleport. Okay. So, like, it's a very
0: generic name. Who names there's, mm. ah,
3: man. Uh, she, she actually has a really interesting backstory.
0: Is she like one of the original characters? Because that feels like a 1970s or 60s. She was maybe. originally
1: a stage assistant in a magic show no, where she no, put no, in a she's... box and she teleported She out actually
0: it? can split herself in two from the waist. Yes. So that's why she's called Magic. Yes. She was always the girl in the box.
1: She does close up magic as well. In the box. Yeah. Chachi, are you going to blow box? up? Do you want to say what you're going to say? Yeah, I was
2: going to say, like, what if. What if Jack Nicholson is in it, and he's the head nurse? He's oh. Ratchet? And he abuses all
4: of them. Oh, oh
0: there you go. I thought it was
1: going to be a tie-in with a Shining, like, after he freezes to death. Spoiler. Well, there's already... He comes back as, like, Mr. Freeze or something like that. He's the Iceman. The oh, oh, Iceman. God.
0: Can we write this? <laughs> this is the worst Slashfic ever. I assume it's going to be Slashfic. I don't know why. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> Slashfic with mutants. Yeah. All right, sorry. Megan?
3: I mean, they already have somebody who's a doctor within the universe. Um, Dr. Celia Reyes and she's played by Alice Braga mm.
4: I don't know but um,
3: she's nurse? she's been not in not I good? Am Legend, she's been in Elysium she's been in Predators uh, Okay, mm,
4: that's
5: right, I know what you're talking about
3: yeah, so I'm interested to see what they'll do but it doesn't sound good it sounds like they got a bunch of these actors mm-hmm. that they're like, okay Game of Thrones okay Stranger Things, now we gotta make it gritty
0: I am interested if, like, someone also, I think he also compared to a haunted house type feel. It could be interesting to see, like, a Split-type movie, but taking place in the mutant universe. Sure. In the X-Men universe. If you've seen Split, it kind of has that, you know, they're locked in this house, and there's a bad guy chasing them. So it could be very much like that. I think
3: that girl's actually in Split.
2: Oh, wow.
3: (laughs) The one from Salem.
2: Okay, that's funny. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. Just based off of the description, I'm only, I'm just gonna compare this to Legion, and Legion is really good. Yeah, I, I hope
0: it's good. Like I, I feel like it could be good, and I I like what Fox is doing. They're not making their movies feel like the Marvel movies. It, they have this very different tone to them, um. At, at least with like Deadpool and with Logan, uh, Logan. Like the, if that's the vein they're going for, they're going for this more gritty type, but not like gritty dark. DC movie type feel.
3: I just hope they don't try to go like American Horror Story route because American Horror Story is too many cooks, and that's what makes it not good. Yeah, yeah. I
0: it, I, I have hope still. Um, I don't really know much about this movie other than what we've just discussed, though. So it it I could we'll be see. terrible. Well, we'll see.
3: Can we also talk about before we move on how Inhumans has gotten a lot of yeah. a lot of bad press lately? Ooh.
0: So it came out in IMAX. The first two episodes were shown back-to-back in IMAX. They were actually shot in IMAX, so it was a big deal. Uh, But apparently they were too focused on the fact that they made these movies IMAX and not on the plot or the story or the character development, like anything Mm -hmm. else, because it is getting panned left and right. I think it
2: had like a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes last time I checked.
5: Yeah, it's supposedly like one of the worst TV shows ever.
2: So I'm, like, one of the very few people that I know that actually likes uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
5: I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know I heard a lot of people say, like, once you get past the first season, it continues to get better. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. It yeah. actually gets a lot better. But I I hated the fact that Inhumans was coming out because it cut into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
5: Yeah,
0: right? the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. deals with Inhumans, and they have a great storyline, I think, in season two and three about Inhumans. Mm-hmm. And, like, the main characters are, a couple of them have, you know, direct connections with them, and... Then they had to stop using them because of this TV show coming out, which was originally supposed to be a movie. Well, yeah. Like they were told, I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the the directors and the writers were told, don't use Inhumans anymore. We're going to be taking that and doing a spinoff with it. Yeah.
1: Is the movie not happening now?
0: the movie's not uh, inhumans the movie's not happening it got it, turned into a the, tv the show that they were about which to is what yeah and then <laughs>
3: so i was reading recently that originally it was supposed to be like a tv show that was going to be ongoing and then it came out that it was only for one season once reviews got really horrible mm-hmm. and then now it's in limbo whether it's going to be canceled or not
0: yeah they might not even finish it according to some
2: sources does anybody even like the inhumans
3: i mean the characters I,
2: themselves
3: i like certain inhumans yeah. Um my favorite comic right now is Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's been my favorite comic for a really long time and she's technically an inhuman. Mm-hmm. Um and then I was thinking about like Lockjaw. Lockjaw's a giant dog. He's freaking adorable. Everybody loves Lockjaw.
1: He's also a Miss Marvel.
3: He is a Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um but you kind of got to think like he's an inhuman, right? Mhm. So he was a person before the Terrigenmist came, right? And now he's a dog, a giant dog?
4: It's
0: possible that a dog transformed into a... Maybe the dog... Got I mean,
4: they're with, uh, inhumans. Well, they're well, not. I mean, in a dog canines. is inhuman.
3: So,
1: do we want <laughs> an origin story for Lockjaw?
3: I want to know Lockjaw's origin. Uh, I want to know Lockjaw's origin story because I need to know if he was actually human first. Because then he's like sleeping in the same room as Miss Marvel, who's a teenager, and it's creepy. <laughs> I, li- I
2: like I like origin story actually. because yeah. yeah, I want to know his lore and his, and his origin story. Story. Yeah. story. I like Lorigin. it.
5: <laughs> All right. I have nothing. You have nothing to add to this conversation. I'm I'm, I'm good.
2: I'm glad that it's getting possibly getting canceled, but I'm just angry that the whole thing happened because like they had to stop using the Inhumans in Agents of Shield, and it just. It cut into half half of the season, which is no longer going to happen. So now I can't even watch. It was the all shitty, for Yeah, I can't even watch Shitty and Humans for <laughs> a couple months before Agents of Shield comes back on.
4: Yeah.
3: Can I spoiler this and reveal one of the things that I heard about it that made me really angry?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like no one's going to watch it anyway. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert.
3: So they supposedly remove Medusa's hair.
0: Yeah, I believe at the end of episode two, uh, she's like captured or something like that, and they cut off her hair because that's her power. So mm-hmm. they shave her head. That's then just she's
3: a- just a human. She has no other powers.
0: It's called CG's expensive, okay? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but they can make Lockjaw.
0: Exactly. They can make a giant dog all yeah. CG Yeah, But we cute. all love Lockjaw. Yeah, Lockjaw was a yeah, like character. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and, is actually and,
2: really and Lockjaw's a male. Right. Of so course, I wasn't why. gonna bring that up. Chachi, <laughs> right. but Thank you.
3: I knew where you were going. <laughs> Chachi,
1: during the. I really want miss
2: Marvel movie now.
3: I would love a Miss Marvel movie, to be honest with you. I think that with Captain Marvel, though, it could eventually happen.
0: Yeah, I'm worried that it won't happen because of Captain Marvel, because of the confusion between Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah,
2: I, I was like going to say what.
0: Well,
3: what's, what's
2: uh, Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, right? Yes, she yes. was the one. She had the Kree blood and there was like the explosion and blah blah blah. And Miss Marvel's an inhuman? Is yes. that it? Yeah. But
3: she just she hands the mantle over when she becomes Captain Marvel. Or not when she becomes Captain Marvel. She she Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel are the same thing. Mm-hmm. And she hands the mantle of Miss Marvel to Kamala.
0: Who's an in inhuman? Yes. So it's it's that's why it's confusing. It's essentially the same character. For some people, they think it's like oh, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel.
3: Bucky and Falcon have also been Captain America. Yeah, which I think is going to happen. Names
2: are very distinct.
1: Well, they're but they're called Captain America. Think of like Robin and Nightwing. Yeah, like. Nightwing once was Robin, and then he became Nightwing.
2: Yes. Yeah, no, I get that.
5: And then now there's a new Robin. But mm-hmm. Right, but you're saying because it's easy to defer, because Robin and Nightwing are two because, very distinct right, names. Yes. Exactly, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> there
3: was a Captain Marvel before Carol's, and it was a male. Mm-hmm. And then Carol became Captain Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then Miss Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then Kamala became Miss Marvel. That
2: makes a lot
1: of sense. <laughs>
3: <laughs> People change names all the time. Do you know how many different names Kitty Pride has had? Well, just think
1: of Marvel as like a, a surname. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right now, I'm actually just thinking of if it was Robin, and then Dick Grayson becomes Mister Robin. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. So wait, Captain they, Robin. They, yeah. They,
2: they both exist in the same universe, right? Yeah. Captain and Miss. Yes. Yes. So Carol Danvers was not Miss Marvel first. She became just Captain Marvel.
5: No. Correct. That's what you're That's what you said. You said it was Carol Danvers. She became Captain Marvel, yeah. and no. then she became Miss Carol's Marvel.
3: Name.
5: She was Miss Marvel, then became Captain. Yes, she wait. was Miss Marvel. Came first. There was no Captain. She was Miss Marvel. Well, there
1: was a Captain Marvel, which was a guy.
3: Captain then, Marvel came first as a male. He uh, existed before all of them. Okay, yeah. and then Miss Marvel came, uh-huh. and then he gave her his name, and then she gave her name to Kamala.
2: So wait, oh. whenever she was originally Miss Marvel, she, she still Marvel had first. all the same powers that she had whenever she was Captain.
3: Pretty much, unless After comics added more things, which they
2: yeah.
4: do sometimes. They're, they're, so
2: she got a promotion. Yes,
4: okay. because he left. He's so, gone. so think of it, <laughs> Batman and
1: Robin. Like one of the Robins becomes Batman, and then there's a new Robin.
5: Yeah, that's what happened. It's dumb, right? It's just that you. It's, it's just because the names are so similar. But then you
1: have,
2: but it's like it's Batman and Robin, yeah. not like not like Captain Batman. But think of it
3: and, like there are
2: Robins. Uh, maybe Batman. Batman. <laughs> there are
3: Robins. Well, there is Nightwing. No, I yeah, but Robin,
2: Nightwing. It's yeah. not, it's not Captain Marvel. It's just a Robin, naming issue. Miss, it's just the fact that Rub- they use Marvel for yeah, everything, it's just, it's which makes confusing it more confusing and dumb. Yeah, yeah it's, I just understand because it's just I get it I get it. It's yeah. just, it just, so, someday
3: yeah. we'll get into like the whole background about like the, the, um, like legal battles that happened over the name Captain Marvel mm-hmm. because DC also had a Marvel character. Yep. We're yeah. not going to talk about that now, but someday I'll explain yeah. it all we'll to you. We'll do that on the
1: comic book. Maybe podcast. I'll have yeah. my wife
0: on one day. Like I can have her research all the legal stuff for like something. And then yeah. she can do like some like legal corner of the uh, expanded universe. You guys have to
1: stop referring to your uh, listeners as Joes for, <laughs> for these reasons. <laughs> for the following, that's reasons.
3: not what we wanted you to research. Let's <laughs> get out of here.
1: Damn it. Never mind. Speaking of Nightwing,
0: yeah. Speaking of Nightwing, uh, so this next news story is a little bit uh, radar because apparently Chris McKay cannot speak without saying the f bomb every sentence. So just be warned there. Who the fuck can't? I know, right? It makes
2: me real fucking happy because this guy's super fucking excited. Yeah, you can tell he's
0: excited. This is just like a conversation he had with a reporter. Um, So Chris, uh, Chris McKay teases his vision for the movie. He doesn't want heavy CG effects, and then he's quoted in saying, it's going to be a fucking badass action movie with a lot of heart and emotion. Whoever gets cast as Nightwing and any of the other actors around are going to go through a fucking boot camp experience because it's going to be a lot. Everything he does is going to have to be real. His superpower is being really fucking good as a human being at fighting and gymnastics and shit like that. I love it. Yeah, right? So, like, this
4: guy's like- <laughs> this guy is so
1: stoked about this movie. I'm glad he's excited, but we... I see Iron Fist, who's supposed to be really fucking good at what he's supposed to fucking do. Yeah, but they never said, like, it's going to be all... Oh, no, no. Yeah. But I just... This guy's excited, which gives me hope. Yeah. But I've seen what happens when someone's supposed to be really fucking good at something, and they just throw it out the fucking way.
0: Well, but But what I like is he is admitting from the top, like, listen, we can't do this with CG and, like, fast cuts. Like, he doesn't want... the... The character's supposed to be physically, like... Really good at gymnastics, obviously, and really good at like tum- like he's gonna have to do a lot of that in camera. He doesn't want it to be like a CG person half the scenes, which we've seen good, but done good. before. Yeah,
3: so he needs to find someone from Cirque du Soleil.
0: That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about how do you do this? You just with- get a
5: really good stunt double. Listen,
3: like. Yeah. Well he wants he specifically wants the actor to do it, doesn't
4: he? Well yeah. I'm sure there's some things that the yeah, actor does to yeah, do, yeah, he's but to do some of it. Yeah. You don't
1: I, want the actor to get hurt in some scene and then laid off. I think
3: yeah. he wants Tom Holland, and the thing is is they really lucked out finding Tom Holland. So I think he, he has this he, high expectation. He wants
0: someone like Tom Holland? Like, Tom Holland can't play Nightwing.
3: No, he wants okay. someone like him, okay, though. Cool. Like, okay, he turn. saw what he can do. He can do his own stunts. He could do all the fucking flips all day long. Yeah he's, yeah. he's a kid, so he fits the bill. So I think he saw that they could get someone like him, and he's like, My expectations are there.
1: Didn't Tom Holland actually do like a backflip or a front flip or something to act during yes. the interview process? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: He sent in a video of him just doing flips off of like a shed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I love Tom. Holland. What also kind of makes me happy about this is looking at his movies he's directed in the past. He's done a lot of comedic stuff.
3: What has he done?
0: He did like the Lego Batman movie. Oh. He's also uh, one of so the he directors knows for all about the Batman universe. Exactly right. Wow. He, he also did Robot <laughs> Chicken. He did a lot of episodes of Robot Chicken. Like, <laughs> he... God, <laughs> sorry, guess <damn> I'm <it>. laughing. He also did Robot Chicken. So like he knows. How to do comedy and Nightwing should be funny because Nightwing is supposed to be kind of like the yin yang of Batman. Like he's right. he's a yeah. lot more acrobatic, he's less stiff. Like Batman always kind of feels more like he's plotting kinda like Jason in like Friday the thirteenth, like he just comes after you and never quits. Where Nightwing's more like jumping around and like making wise practice. He's kinda Spider Man. Right. He's kinda Spider Man.
3: Can, can I tell you who, like off the top of my head, was the first person I thought of that I think should be the actor for Nightwing? No, we don't have Michael
0: B. Jordan? Time. <laughs> Was it Michael B. Jordan? No,
3: <laughs> no. Um, Robert from Misfits.
0: Oh, so has anyone seen the TV
4: show Misfits? I Nathan's think he character. could be a really great uh, That would be Nightwing. really good. I mean, that now would be I really, really need to watch this I don't know if he could show. do the flips and
1: stuff. Uh The first two seasons of Misfits, once you're done. I mean, you could continue watching, but it sort of starts going downhill from there. Mm.
3: His character's hilarious. He's he's, he's very witty. witty. Yeah, He just
5: has a really thick British accent, I guess. Ramsey
1: Bolton comes in in the second season or the third season? The oh, Bruno! No, I'm plays sorry. Ramsey Bolton's in it for that's the entire thing. from the entire thing. i yeah. thinking of the dude who plays Cassidy from Preacher. From Preacher Jace, comes into uh, Jesse <laughs>
4: takes over. <laughs> takes yeah. over. I so like how
0: Bruno just knows characters' names. So he, oh yeah yeah, like, he, I, he's like oh that's Bolton, okay yeah that's Cassidy. <laughs> like I I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, yeah you're, I you're thinking of
3: Joseph Gilgun.
5: Joseph Maybe Joseph Gilgun plays
0: Rudy.
3: He he's the actor who plays Cassidy in Preacher. He's Rudy and Misfits.
0: Okay, gotcha. The vampire. Yeah. Yep. Man, I haven't watched. Preacher season two, I'm super excited. It's so for it. good. I know. I'm going to watch it all in on one go. Well, it's it's we'll go. Yeah, we'll get into Anyways, it later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Different subject, but matter. that's different.
3: who I think. Talk it over. Could be a really good Nightwing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I could see that. I, I'm I'm just I'm hopeful for this movie because I I like the fact that he's a comedic actor or director. Um, so I feel like it's going to have the right tone. But I'm also glad that he wants to do this with like a lot of badass like flips and all that kind of stuff because it should be fun. It should be a movie that the. You know, the superhero in it shouldn't be brooding. That's all I'm worried about.
3: And the thing is, is he's so passionate about it. Like, I I like to think that if you're passionate about something, like, you're going to put your heart into it, and it's going to be really good. Now, that's not always true, which we've had that discussion (laughs) before. But he's so excited about it that, like, I'm so hopeful
0: you can definitely like after I saw his you know things he's directed. And I saw Robot Chicken. It felt like someone that would have directed Robot Chicken. Like mm. <laughs> like yeah, just some, him cursing left and right and being he kind of sounds like a fanboyish person, like kind of childish a little bit. But it makes sense now, so I'm hopeful for it. It I don't think that movie's supposed to come out though for at least a couple years. Right? Yeah, like it, it's a ways yeah, away. He's not so. even cast yet. So like, Hey, as watch. long
3: as you know Batman doesn't have to be in the movie, I think mm-hmm. it could be really good.
0: That's another question.
2: Like how's how do you do the movie without Batman though? Like he's gonna be in Bloodhaven and Batman's gonna be on
1: vacation. Done. Yeah. <laughs> well like <laughs> but do you have, is this origin how it always stories? works? Yeah. Like is this gonna be like I, hope not. I really hope not. Uh, but uh, just, yeah. You would have to Please. go through him
3: being Robin and this is not about Robin, this is about Nightwing. You have so to do
1: flashbacks though, I feel we like we don't
3: need Batman in it if he's Nightwing.
1: I feel
0: like people aren't going to know, like, not enough people who don't read comics know Nightwing, so you're going to have to do some origin story.
1: I hope they don't. I feel like people should be able to do their own research, if they care enough. Like, I feel like if you make a good enough movie about this character named Nightwing and people like it enough that they want to know the origin story, it's yeah. out there. They can look at it. I don't think we need to keep rehashing origin stories but people, for every new character. People are dumb. People <laughs> and are lazy. Dumb. That's no, fine. they are dumb. But if they're you make lazy. such a good movie that no, their backstory not. doesn't matter... Then if they don't look it up on their own, that's fine too. But the geeks are going to like they know. Right. Listen,
3: I just really don't want to see Ben Affleck again as Batman. I don't. I don't <laughs> I want this to you. exist You're anymore. Be
5: for at least a couple of movies. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess it's been a while since we've shit on the DCU. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but this Martha.
0: movie makes me excited for the DCU. I, I do think this sounds is, cool. Is
5: it going to be in the DCU, or is it going to be another yeah. one-off? No, it's oh, not. Okay. It must be one of the one-offs. Well, so then,
0: we'll see how it goes. I'm. I'm hopeful. We'll ben see.
5: Affleck's going to show his mug. Don't don't worry, he'll I'll be just there.
3: Cover my eyes. <laughs> All right,
0: let's All go right. ahead and move on to the fourth and final news story. Um, officials at Wells Cathedral in Somerset, England, are getting heat for allowing Hellboy to shoot their film there. Um, so I w- I'll read their comment in a little bit, but I just kind of covering it a little more of what's going on. Apparently, some parishioners of the church are upset because they feel like a movie called Hellboy shouldn't be using their church as their location. Mm. Um, I was really surprised, though, by the response, the church's response. I felt like it was kind of uh, more respect than we've seen comic book
1: movies get in the past. Well, someone there actually, I think, knows what Hellboy is in the origins story, well, or is a if, fan. Well,
2: if I may, to tie us back to what you said in the previous story... People are stupid and lazy, and if they would have just looked up what Hellboy was, then they probably wouldn't have complained.
0: Well, but if you do like a cursory search on Google of Hellboy, you see a red demon, you know, horror-looking franchise, and I'm
2: sure people are like, uh, "Whoa, that's gonna be Dude, shooting
0: Dude's
5: in our got a forked tail and horns. Also, like. yeah,
2: doing a Google image search is not research. People,
3: people so. love hating things. Oh, I, that's also true. I know. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm just, no, I'm don't. just trying to. Get- <laughs> Wonder Woman says hi.
3: I love to hate you for I revisited
1: Wonder Woman and I've changed my stance. All
0: right. Well, anyway, let me read the the comment that the church came out with. Okay, they say, Hellboy originated, in fact, as a superhero in a series of novels created by Mike Mignola. First off, was it a series of novels or was it comic books? Or are they just saying novels to
4: graphic saying- novels? Graphic novels. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking.
2: Graphic novels.
0: I feel like that might have been a little bit of obfuscation there by the church. Like, yeah, it's a series of novels.
3: Okay. Hey, it's not technically a lie. Hey, guys, it's a comic book.
2: Yeah, they didn't want to say
0: Come it's on. a comic book.
3: Of all the lies church people have made, this is not the
0: worst. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so moving on. Okay. His true nature is one of a hero, and he becomes a defender against the forces of darkness. Uh, the eternal battle of of good over evil, which the story examines, helps us to encourage an intelligent faith which does not hide from controversy and one that looks for the good inside people, no matter their
5: outward appearance.
2: Yeah, that's fucking, that's awesome. That's,
1: that's yeah, that's pretty cool <sighs> yeah. statement. It's it's fantastic. don't judge the book by its cover. Yeah. Right.
5: Literally. Right. And which is what they did all, right to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, exactly. Which was like, well.
0: So, I I do think there is something to be said about, like, I do have qualms when using real locations that are using real, people in the media, like, sometimes you'll see a movie use, like, a president's speech in their movie to, like, make it look like they actually said something about their, you know, plot and not in reality. You know, they just, like, cut together a speech or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or you'll see, like, newscasters use, like, real newscasters doing fake newscasts inside of a movie. I'm completely against that kind of stuff.
3: And I responded that I love Jay Jackson, who is a news reporter professionally, who only does news reporter roles and things.
0: But he doesn't do real news anymore, right? He, he just, does.
2: He does.
3: He's a news anchor. Uh, and the only roles that he told his agent he will do are newscaster reports.
2: It's the laziest motherfucker ever <laughs> I like I do not want to
3: change
4: no, my no, job.
1: Parks and Rec?
3: Yeah it's Perd happily. That's Bird? That's, That's Perd! Oh, you
0: heard
1: the purred
0: yes!
1: me so just just
3: Google just Google Jay Jackson. He he's been in several movies too. Just mm-hmm. just Google and watch like a few of his things and you'll see. He has a he's very distinctive voice.
4: Mm-hmm. He's
3: he's very charismatic. He's a very interesting man and I think that that's great that he's taking the the very uniqueness of him and he's doing it on both levels. He he specifically only wants to do roles that he does in real life. Is that lazy? Maybe. But he's so fantastic and uh-huh. it's hilarious. I yeah. think you'll enjoy it. It's one of
5: my favorite parts of Sparks and Rec. Yes. So out of curiosity, how does this relate back to Hellboy again?
3: Well, because <laughs> Josh was saying he doesn't like when there are Things from the real world that are obviously shown in oh. fantasy or movies. Yeah,
0: like the, the church is a little bit different. I like, I'm like i okay with real locations, but sure. at the same time, I feel like there's a... I have a fear of when you try to blur reality with fantasy too much, like in movies and stuff like that, that it becomes... You lessen <laughs> what the real thing is. Uh.
3: Well, they do it to make it realistic, though. But to make by it making seem... it more
0: realistic, they also bring they kind of do the same thing to the real thing, making it a little bit less real. So, like, for example, news reporters. If I have a news reporter telling me in a movie, you know, that Megatron has attacked the city, and then the next day I see him on the real news telling me about, you know, some new real news thing, I'm going to be like, this guy, I can't believe anything he says. Like, <laughs> It just feels like it,
2: it makes reality less real. I see. Whenever... Um Whenever Jack Reacher came out, like mm-hmm. the first one was shot in Pittsburgh, Yeah, I spent most of the movie like, oh, I know who that is. I, I did the same that thing is. with Batman I like Returns. That. Well, then like I, I was not watching the movie. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. oh. Then and you then, watched it a second time. Well, so you remember, uh, this is a tangent, but you remember whenever he got into that bar fight? Mm-hmm. So the it bar they were mean. in was Mario's, and then whenever they went outside, they teleported to
1: the Strip District. Oh, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. 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 So
1: you see the teleportation. You're like, wait, that's Same really
0: thing for, actually, Dogma. If you guys ever seen the movie Dogma, Kevin Smith's movie, mm-hmm. uh, they use a lot of locations in Pittsburgh, including the church. I can't remember what church it is. But
2: it's kind of weird. You're watching. You're like, oh, wait a second. I know that church.
0: Same, I walked by
1: it. Same with Zach and Mary Megaporno porno. Yep. Was yeah. from all in Pittsburgh. Same with Batman.
2: Yep. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, the, the the difference being like Jack Reacher took place in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. It in was Pittsburgh. To be
4: in It
3: Pittsburgh. wasn't like fictional Batman's oh, Gotham, so which step is out of a don't, amalgamation. Don't be it.
1: Yeah. right. Restricted. right. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: then um, Zach and uh, Zach and Mary make porno was also in in Pittsburgh. Seven, yeah. Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Literally yeah, one of the shirts they have on is the Monroeville
5: zombies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a very direct reference. Um, I I have an opinion on why they're filming it at a cathedral. Yeah, what's up? So I think that the studio is probably uh, cautious about spending a ton of money on a movie like this, and if they don't have to build a soundstage that looks like a cathedral, and they can just use a real one instead, do that. I would imagine it's way cheaper to just do that, and less risk in a movie that already might be questionably paid for. Really,
2: though?
0: I mean, uh, doing on-location stuff can cost a lot of money, too, because you have to pay for the the rights to use a place. They have to shut it down. There's a lot of security involved. Yeah, you have
2: to pay for, like, insurance, and this is, like, a historic cathedral. Yeah. Although, one thing about this
0: cathedral, I don't know if you guys looked at pictures of it, but it is freaking beautiful. Like, Uh this cathedral's huge, and it looks so
1: badass. That is one thing that the church does right, is make these beautiful buildings. Right. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: this cathedral, like, because I was curious about it. um, I didn't really know much about it, so I looked it up, and, yeah, Wells Cathedral is... Is super A beautiful cool. building. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping that this actually adds more. I don't know, like credence to that they're they're all in on this movie,
5: mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, maybe. I, yeah. Then then that might be completely. I, Opposite of what I'm doing is like rather than try and create a soundstage to recreate the Wells Cathedral, like they're like, listen, we cannot do better than they this. They want it
3: to be as authentic as it's, possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure they have some church on their back lot that they could have used. It might not be as mm-hmm. old timey looking, right? But it, you know, like, yeah, we got a church in the back lot, just use that. <laughs>
5: no, that's so. actually kind of cool, then. And
1: then they don't have to worry about wrong imagery either, I mean,
5: right? It's yeah, little, uh,
0: Catholic
1: imagery.
5: Yeah,
0: that's cool. All right, so we're done with the new stories. We're actually going to go into segment two and our first, well, no, we've done movie reviews before, I think. Yeah, we reviewed uh, Spider-Man. Wonder Man. Woman,
2: didn't we? And
3: yeah, did we? Yeah. It. Kind of. Those, we,
2: those were like more like ad hoc, though. Yeah,
3: sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: so this is our first time doing a post-mortem on a movie that's been out for a while. And right. it's
5: fitting because we've got Blade Runner 2049 coming out. Uh, when, when's it due out? Is it later this year next yeah, year? Yeah,
2: it comes out in uh, 22 years okay got it <laughs> it's right in
5: the title dude come right. on yeah,
2: Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs>
3: that's why they're doing all these shorts in between yeah,
0: right, 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 so right. Yeah, hold we it gets us over 22
2: years to hold us over
0: yeah. right right.
4: <laughs> but
5: yeah the movie comes out not
3: too it's long it's like boyhood
0: so.
5: and with the with the film like this it fits our criteria for our expanded universe at this point so
0: and I was just really curious about what you guys would think of this because most of you hadn't seen the movie before right so like I watched this growing up so it has a little bit different of a feel so Let's actually go around the table first uh, and kind of just do a short little review and then we can break it down as a group more. Bruno, go ahead.
1: (laughs) So the movie was, to me, all right. And a, a bunch of Joes are probably getting pissed off at that. And they probably have every right to be pissed off at that. But I feel like everyone who really likes this movie saw it near or closely after it came out. I did not, unfortunately. I saw it. A week ago when I finally watched it. Mm -hmm. And everything that I feel like the movie that would have been new to talk about in movies has been done. And I've seen that stuff. Um, So unfortunately for me, it wasn't the originator of it. So I can't give give all my praise to it, even though I recognize that it deserves that praise. Yeah.
2: Like, probably a lot of the things that you're talking about were heavily influenced by Blade Runner. Correct,
1: correct, because I'm a big sci-fi fan. I love it. And, like, as a big sci-fi fan, normally people are like, oh, Blade Runner's great, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it probably was. And it probably... It was, not probably, it was a great film for its time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I did not have that... uh, Searching for a word, I wasn't privileged enough to see it when it first came out or shortly thereafter. Yeah. I mean, the Before movie came
0: it. out in nineteen eighty-two, oh, uh, yeah. Right. I so
3: wasn't, I wasn't even born. Yeah, so.
1: most of uh, I think everyone in this room was not born yet. Right. Correct, but I, like my family was not into sci-fi, so no one yeah. really gave me this. I recently come into sci-fi from the next like last five or so years. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get to see it during. No, that's
3: time. fair
0: enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Mate.
3: Um, I thought it was boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that it was more interesting researching it than it was watching.
0: No, I've heard that a lot. Uh, I'd prefer to
3: never watch it again, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I think that the things that people have come up with were more enjoyable to read than actually watching the movie. I I did not like it. No, that's fair. And I love sci-fi things. I've been watching sci-fi since (laughs) I can remember. Like... (laughs)
2: Um, I didn't see the the movie as a kid. I saw it after I read the book, um, and the book is like a pretty small book. Yeah, To uh, Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" and um, I it, it is it is a boring movie, right? It's like, a very not, it's slow burn. Yeah, it's a very it's a sl- it's a slow it's, movie. It's not a
3: slow burn. It's a slow burn and fizzle. Like nothing happens. Uh, no, I, okay. There's anyway, no explosion. <laughs> There's
2: <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> the source material is not about like action and things happening. It's more of what does it mean to be a human? And I
3: don't think that's really done well in the movie at all.
2: Yeah. I can actually
0: agree
5: with that, too. Um, Yeah. It doesn't really... Explore that as much as it
2: could have. Right. No. It, it it definitely
3: doesn't.
5: Yeah. I'm kind of hoping Blade because like the the short, for instance, like with uh, the David shorts, P- I
3: think are very interesting. I'm right. sorry.
5: Oh yeah, but I think Dave Batista's character is trying to recreate that idea of like mm-hmm. what it is to be human. I mean, the even the book itself was about uh, a priest discovering humanity, and like the it, the book is real. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like we talked about. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think that short accomplished more than that movie did for that theme.
5: That's fine. Uh, Bruno, what did you think of it? I did not hate it nearly as much as Megan and Bruno. Um, <laughs> I think, one, I, I'm i a big nerd for, like, a lot of the stuff that you, you really like about it, which is, like, the cinematography that mm-hmm. was achieved with no CG mm-hmm. at the time. You know, like... Very much.
3: Doesn't make it any less boring, though.
5: I I was not actually nearly as bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw
3: you on your phone.
5: Oh, I mean, I was on my phone every once in a while, but I mean, for the most part, I was on my phone because I wanted to just make sure. What's that?
3: Eighty-five percent of the movie.
5: My God, my phone was charging for most of it. Mm.
4: Um,
5: So I I was a lot of times when I went on my phone, it was because I was actually just trying to review to make sure that I was like aware of what was going on because like the, the movie is kind of dense in the sense that it's trying to convey an idea that may, may not always be clear. Um,
3: Which I understand. And I like movies that don't always spell things out for you. But if you're on your phone 85% in the movie trying to figure out what's going on in the movie, that's not a good movie. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and well, see. So here's the thing. It's like, a lot of people did figure out what's going on in this movie. So like, I can't take
3: how many years? When did it come out? 82. (laughs)
5: Listen, listen, calm down. Like I understand that you really hate this movie. Hey, you don't like the movie. We get it.
3: (laughs) I don't hate it. It's boring.
5: Yeah. I don't, I didn't think it was nearly as boring, Uh, but I also don't think it's nearly as it was not. Like you said, it's not an action movie. It is.
3: It's not an action movie, but he does run around killing people. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, jumping, jumping through windows and yeah. hanging off ledges. It's not an action movie, though. I mean,
0: oh. I, I look at this movie as more like an art house movie. Um, if, if you've ever watched art house movies a little bit more, like, I know it sounds pretentious like highbrow stuff, but I feel like it was more metaphorical as far as some of the themes in it. But overall, the things I like about the movie are, one, just the fact that how good the cinematography in it is, how good the effects were for its time. Mm-hmm. Um Two, I, I also thought some of the acting was actually really interesting.
5: Rutger Hauer was probably the best part of that film. Um, he, his character Roy Batty, was very—he's
0: the main replicant.
5: Yeah, uh, he, he was the definitely leader. the best part of that. I didn't think Harrison yeah. Ford was great. Uh, he was He's Harrison Ford. Harrison I mean, Ford yeah. was my least favorite part of the movie. Right.
2: Well, and and back to the whole action part mm-hmm. of it, right? So yeah, he was. In the in the book, he was tasked to find these replicants mm-hmm. and, and and kill them or bring them in, right? But it wasn't like it wasn't a, a story about it wasn't like an action story. But mm-hmm. because they got Harrison Ford, who was at the time like
0: Indiana Jones type, like we well, know this is
2: before this Indiana is Jones, before, yeah. but it's after after Star Wars, Star Wars after right. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. So still
3: actiony, very yeah, action-y. exactly actiony.
2: Right? He was an actiony guy, so. They added
1: action,
5: mm-hmm. right, to fit the Harrison Ford, right? Like, title. But it doesn't
2: and
1: necessarily wait. make it an action film. Like, even though there's action in it, doesn't make it an action That's uh, film.
2: R- right. No, but I hear what you're saying. Though. Yeah, it's it's weird because it like it tries to be actiony, but it doesn't pull off the being action movie. I mean, and at the very end, the story end is see, not supposed to be that at all. Yeah. And so it's weird on multiple fronts. Let's go along gotcha. with that. Like,
0: the fact that we have at the very end, uh, Batty holding a dove. And when he dies, he lets go of the dove, and the dove, like, flies away. Like, yeah, obviously, this movie is being a little bit pretentious with its themes here, like, a little bit more, you know, over the top.
5: Yeah. I mean, so to get back to what Megan said, that she didn't particularly like the film, but she liked the concepts or the theories that came out afterwards. So it were, that's right. I mean, I will agree with Megan that it was a lot of fun to actually read what people thought about the concept of the unicorn, which I believe is, I guess, completely
0: cut out. Yeah. Cut
5: out in the theatrical. So like you wouldn't even have known, they never even apply the whole idea, so in the movie, obviously, spoiler, since we're reviewing the movie. Right. Um, it obviously. <laughs> yeah. I
3: think the statute of limitations <laughs> exactly. has expired. Yeah. 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 Exactly. P.S. Yeah.
0: The, this the, movie. the
2: statute of limitations on spoiler <laughs> alerts For is Blade like, owners, yeah, over. it's what?
5: This movie is what, 30 years old? 82. Yeah. 82. So, yeah, 30 35 years yeah.
4: old.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, in one of the cuts, I can't remember if it was the director's cut or the original theatrical cut, there's scenes where whenever Harrison Ford's character uh, Day- Dacard, uh Dacard is Deckard. Day- Deckard,
5: know. yeah, he's daydreaming. Right? He's
0: daydreaming or sleeping even, he sees a unicorn in his dreams. And it's the same unicorn over and over again, the same dream. Sure. Um, and then at near the end of it, uh Gaff, the one of the detectives, leaves know? a origami unicorn on his desk. Yep, and he sees it. He's never told anyone about this dream. It puts this question to your mind, holy shit, is Deckard actually a replicant this whole time? And we just didn't know it. And right. And he doesn't know it, because he has these fake dreams, and they talk he's, about how- He's just, he's yeah. exactly
5: like- um, Rachel. Rachel, thank yeah. you. He's, and people then immediately start speculating, is Deckard a replicant based on Gaff? And that Gaff was actually, mm-hmm. his memories are what you're using to craft yeah. Deckard.
1: I totally missed this. Well, you it's, missed it because
5: in this cut, they don't—they completely cut out the unicorn
0: subplot, all, like completely. Like you never see him dreaming of the unicorn in it. Because
1: I remember him making the unicorn. I remember yeah. that, and I was like, "That's weird. Why? Why did he exactly?" Do
0: that? So that's my one complaint about the final cut. Is the final cut doesn't have any. Hints that Deckard might be a replicant. Yeah, I, I think
3: I think that there are some hints. Mm-hmm. Um, there's when he's doing the test on Rachel, and the guy asks if he's ever done it on himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's uh, I agree. It's just a lot more subtle to the point where I feel like ninety percent of people would miss it.
5: Right. right. It, it, oh, we I missed it too. I didn't find out until I. It's after a more interesting
0: subplot, I think, than a lot of the movie has in it. Like the whole thing about you know. Does Batty have a point? Are they actually, you know, being treated fairly? The fact that there's a slave labor, labor like that's mm-hmm. tired themes that we kind of already know.
3: They're like, created so that they only live four years so that yeah. they can't try and lead their own lives,
0: right? So there's like that, you know, built in time table for them.
1: Yeah, I definitely, definitely missed the subplot of that of him, of oh, Harrison him. Ford's character ever being a replicant, a possible replicant, which. Had I known, or now mm-hmm. that I know, I kind of want to revisit and watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, it does
0: make you rewatch it like the whole, every time he's on the screen, like,
5: oh, yeah, because I ahead. went
3: into it knowing it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the movie before, but I knew that people thought he was a replicant, so I went into it thinking that. And the only thing that, that caught my attention, besides. Seeing the whole unicorn thing was the whole questioning thing. I'm like, oh, uh, did you okay. Do the
1: test on yourself part. Yeah, because I yeah. did catch that He asked him, have you done this?" So I'm test like, he's himself? he's
3: probably a replicant because he never has, so he's never tried it on himself. Uh,
5: yeah, but most people have it. The, so. the one theory that I read that I was kind of interested in was that Gaff was actually a Blade Runner himself. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> that he was injured, and he's the best Blade Runner they had. So rather than retire him, basically, they said, like, listen, we're going to create a replicant that has your memories and your prowess of hunting replicants and like you're going to, you know, cause they say it was a
0: much more interesting movie. Like I agree that the movie has these so much potential and it just didn't meet it. Um, and it had so much production issues. Like they, they literally shot the last scene of this movie, on the last possible day they're allowed to shoot because they ran out of money and like they like didn't tell the 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 studio that they're going out to shoot one more day mm-hmm. and they ran out of sunlight. So at the very end you'll see that it's actually light out. <laughs> that was a mistake. Like they're like it was supposed to be dark because it's in the back of the sound studio and like they didn't have enough time. They didn't have any good shots of uh Batty dying. So they're like, shit, we have to shoot this. And so mm-hmm. they're like they did it in the daylight. <sighs> it's like, oh, oh well.
3: <laughs> so I wanna ask isn't it counterproductive to create a replicant to kill replicants? Because yeah. you're just putting more replicants into the world. That's a good point. And then he goes off with Rachel in the end when he's supposed to be killing replicants and he knows she's a replicant.
0: I feel like it's it's one of those situations where, you know, you kept on have to escalating what weapons you use, because the other mm-hmm. side uses bigger weapons, so you right. use bigger weapons. So like the replicants are superhumans. Having a human try to kill a superhuman doesn't work, so you make a superhuman but, to kill the superhuman. But they
3: already made it so that they could only last for four years. But so they can do a lot of
0: damage in four years.
3: That's true, but I mean, the thing look is... Look at our
1: president. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I wish he were a replicant. <laughs> no, but but the point still stands is that it's still counterproductive to the point that they're trying to, to make. I don't feel yeah, like it is. Yeah, but that's
2: isn't that the folly of man? Yeah. Like, we built these replicants because we thought we could control them. And so even, even this, despite the, the evidence that like we can't control these replicants, well, let's make another replicant to kill to the our I'm not, for us. I'm
3: not disputing their logic. I understand that. I'm just saying that is 100% counterproductive. No, no not. Not. You're creating more I'm, because you want less. I'm,
2: uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Well, it's, they create it's, one it's, more and it kills five. But so then who's going to kill Deckard?
0: Time?
3: It's because,
2: it's because you know? humans are oh, s- inherently stupid. Look, right? We're yeah. nuclear weapons we're, because we're, we kept building things. We're arrogant, and we think that we can control everything. The math works out, is all I'm saying. We think that we can control this... Replicant killing replicant.
3: Well, your point is that we'll wait four years, but we know Rachel's different. She's a different type yeah. of well, replicant, and we don't know what yeah. type of replicant Deckard is. Exactly. So they could last longer. We Which don't actually possible. know well, that. Well, I, I mean, if if
2: obviously, De- because Deckard lives thirty years past the. Well, now, so, but if, what?
3: that's the
0: thing. How do you know that? The <laughs> weird part is, I we I'm wondering what version of the movie they're using as the the canonical.
5: Prequel. Right, because we don't know, like, because if they cut all the concepts of Deckard being a replicant out of the theatrical cut then he's just a human.
3: But in an interview, didn't Cameron or somebody confirm? Ridley. Ridley. Ridley, yeah, Ridley yeah. confirmed that he was. Yes. So even if it's not in the movie, it has been confirmed that he is a replicant.
1: I'm curious. In the book. I'm
0: curious about that. I'm not positive because I thought it was still ambiguous about if he actually was saying he was I, or not. R- Ridley
5: Scott came out and just flat out said it. He's like, yeah, okay. he's a replicant.
0: Okay, I didn't see that and I, I saw that he might have been referring like, like saying the theory and not actually got misquoted. So I don't know.
5: Yeah,
2: but you, you don't know, and that that's the whole point of the book. That's the whole point of yeah. the, the story, and all these questions that we have, that's the point of it.
5: Right. I mean, and it, to be fair, we, it invoked a discussion out of it, which I think was probably the best part of the yeah. the, the end of that film.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, also, that you could people have discussed about the idea of why Roy Batty saved Deckard from falling. Mm-hmm. Like he'd been trying to kill him up the until that point, yeah. and then all of a sudden he goes to fall and he catches him. You know, like, he could have just let him fall to his death. And people talk about, like, the idea that Roy was actually trying to prove that he had more humanity than humans Mm -hmm. and that he saw, like, yeah, exactly. And then right back to the folly of man, the replicants are saying, like, we're better than you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you fall because that would be petty.
3: Because that would just prove your point. It would prove your point, exactly.
0: There's also a theory that he, through the course of getting chased by Deckard, he realizes Deckard is a replicant. Right. So he's actually saving a replicant, not sure. a human. So, like, what does that mean? Like, there's a lot of. I think that's cool more of a stretch. I prefer yeah,
3: I the the humanity. I portion. prefer that one too. But right. then I don't like the movie, so it's probably <laughs> yours. So,
0: know all your opinions on about the movie. What do you feel after seeing this movie? How do you are you going into the next Blade Runner movie more, less curious? I'll go around the table.
1: Well, I was excited for the uh, 2049, mm-hmm. um, which made me want to watch the first one.
0: But now that you've watched the first one, what do you think about 2049? Like, are you more excited to see 2049, less excited to see it?
1: Um, after the discussion and realizing the, the possible... Uh, the, the theory that Jecker's the Yeah, po- yeah possible yeah. theories of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little more excited to and know just, that Harrison yeah. Ford is a, uh, a Potentially replicant. a replicant or is So a despite Correct. the fact
0: that you didn't like the movie, you're more excited for the sequel.
1: It's not that I didn't like the movie. Well, it yeah. was just... it was. It dated to me it, it, did, it
0: didn't have
2: it didn't have the same impact on yeah. you yes. as it did on, on it's like seeing
1: correct. citizen yes. kane
0: nowadays like if you see citizen kane it's like it's hailed as like one of the best movies and blah 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 and you watch you're like
2: this movie's boring as fuck you yeah. know what i wanted to bring that point up and i yeah. completely forgot about yeah. it thank you
0: it's one that i've heard a lot is that citizen kane is a great movie if you realize all the stuff it did for movies but since right. all that stuff is done is like you can't watch that movie and be like oh this is interesting because like oh, my God, they have a shot where you're seen someone through a window and like that had never been done before. It's like, well, that's not a big deal, guys, that's Like right. we do that all to time. us now. And I think just... that's how I feel about the Blade Runner. Exactly. And that's right. how I feel about Star Wars. Okay, fair enough.
3: Um, I was going to this movie knowing that Jared Leto was in it and it was already going to be horrible to me no matter what <laughs> happened.
1: Did you know who was originally supposed to play Jared Leto's who? character? David Bowie fuck womp, everything No, now, now i hate sad. it even more <laughs> that just makes me sad
3: oh uh, it makes me want to dislike it so much more <laughs> um did you hear what jared leto did to prepare for this role
2: uh probably he, something crazy he, he actually he always does. blinded himself
3: he wore a contact set wouldn't allow him to see and he pretended to be blind for a couple days Yeah, like that sounds the like Derek, asshole Derek, he is yeah, yeah and in suicide squad he m- mailed dead animals yeah. and used condoms to his co-workers so <sighs> he's just a fucking asshole Yeah, he's a
0: I, I hate this guy. But yeah, I, I'm trying, like, he's not a main character, blah, 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 I'm trying. I mean, we
3: don't know to the extent that he's yeah. used in the movie, though, yeah.
0: So you're not excited about the movie at all, then? I
3: was never excited about the movie. Well, now I'm less excited Thank <laughs> <I know. laughs> you, now. He's, but he's giving me that fuel for the hate that I want to have for the movie.
1: One of so. so the listeners hate. informed me of that. I wanted <laughs> you to know that. Joe! One of the Joes, yes. Thank one Joes? you,
3: one of the Joes. Is it the main Joe?
1: It might be the main Joe, Joe. Prime. Can he, as we also call oh,
3: him? Yeah, Joe Prime. He could be like the leader of Joe our fan Prime.
2: club. Yeah, Joe Prime. Ooh. He's wait. So wait, can we have a Captain Joe and then a <laughs> Mister
0: Joe? <laughs> Only a Miss Joe. We can't oh, have a Miss Joe. A, yeah. Joe. Yeah, okay. We can't it have a Captain. Has to be captain. unmarried. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, you lose the mantle once you get married. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then, you then you become the just the like male's your last name,
3: and you lose all agency.
2: Got it.
0: Got it. All right, it. Chachi. What did you think, or what do you think now about? Seeing the next movie, are you less or more excited?
2: I'm. I, I'm neither. Well, you've already. I've saw I've already movie. seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like so, I was already excited yeah. about it. Um, my my con- my concern is that like Blade Runner and Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep are supposed to be intelligent stories, mm-hmm. and I fear that 2049 is going to be too actiony, it's too
3: further away, too
2: actiony, and not enough brains. Right. I mean. I can understand that, but the director doesn't
0: make me feel that way. Um, I just feel that way about Hollywood in general. And he's the same guy that directed Arrival. Oh. Um
5: I mean, Arrival's a heady. Sicario, th- another great one. Yeah,
1: both good thinking
5: movies. Yeah, they're, thinking, yeah, they're hardly action films. So, so. Th- th- Yeah, I'm less worried about that.
1: I remember a friend of mine went and watched Arrival and he came back. He said it was the worst movie he's ever seen in his entire life. What? Because he thought it was going to be like an alien action movie. He
0: was looking right. for Independence Day. Yes. And he
1: got, like, contact. He got, like, a linguistic yeah. movie. Right. I really like,
3: loved the the take on Arrival because of that. Yeah, no. I, yeah, really, I, I really liked I it. Arrival. I knew
1: what it was. Like, I knew mm-hmm. it was a linguistics movie going in and I absolutely loved it. Those it was one of the best sci-fi
5: movies. We're going to talk about it after this. Those right.
2: movies don't have the same... Um, Gravitas as Blade Runner, right? Mm-hmm. So there's more there's more pressure for things to go certain ways with right, with, right, right. That's true. You're, you're carrying a mantle. Like he's, right. he's
0: not known for taking known properties and playing in their sandbox. He's known for making up a whole new property.
2: Right, right. But I'm 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 talking about pressure from like studio. You know, oh, okay, like, got you. Like,
0: oh, that's true too. Right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, he's directing it. He's not writing it.
0: Uh, I think he also wrote it. Did he? I believe so. I'm looking it up right now because I don't know for sure. Just watch one of the
1: shorts. He talks about what he does during it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> and even so, like, you do have to follow the pressures that the studio puts upon you or they'll replace you. Right. Unfortunate
1: really. We need a a competing Hollywood.
3: We need like an image of movies. Yeah,
1: we yeah, sort of, yes, exactly. I I feel like you have those different Sundance films and all that stuff. That's
3: true, but you don't you don't have like that big name behind you with the budget. Budget ones
1: always go to Hollywood, always goes to Sony Mm -hmm.
3: Universal. And uh, then you have to play (laughs) by the
1: rules. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, We're not gonna fund this unless we get X amount of return.
0: Megan's not gonna be happy about this. I just looked up the writer for the new Blade Runner and it's the guy who wrote the original Blade Runner.
3: Oh, so it's going to be really boring.
2: <laughs> but
0: the original, there's also it's crazy stories classic. about the writing of Blade Runner, because Blade Runner had, like, three different writers. One guy wrote the whole script, and they threw it all out and, like, took pieces of yeah. it. and it, well, Not that guy. He's the one that came at the very end. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, because this guy hasn't written anything in forever, from what I can tell. I'm seeing lots of 1970s. I'm so this seeing... is his
3: fan fiction that he's been <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah.
4: yeah.
0: I think the most recent thing he wrote was a short in 2010 called Hands and Eyes, which was an art house movie. Creepy. So, well, we'll see. I don't know.
5: I'm kind of worried about that. But, well, first off, Brendan, we didn't get your opinion. So, you but saw the movie. I, or are you less or more excited? I am I am excited about Blade Runner 2049. I mean, I, I like the, the shorts have given me a pretty decent hype for it. I thought both the shorts were pretty good. Um, I am very excited in just in general to kind of see if they actually spell out the theory that everyone's been kind of rattling on. And granted, I know Ridley Scott came out and kind of said it, but obviously like this is someone else's vision right now. Mm-hmm. So will they basically spell out that like, yes, Deckard is a replicant. Cause he does say in the trailer, like they were being hunted and like, were they being hunted just because he's on the lamb or were they being hunted? Cause he's a replicant. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing. And I got to wonder if like, we haven't seen Rachel in the trailers, have we? I, I have a theory that Rachel was a four year replicant. Uh, I, I
3: wanted to say that if, we find out that Deckard is, is a lovelorn man because mm. Rachel died. I'm going to flip tables. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that's not going to be his one character, like characteristic. It's not going to define him. But I do feel uh, even,
3: like... even if it's one characteristic, I'm going to flip tables okay. because that's fucking cliched in a trope. Yeah. Right. Kill the woman. Let's let's. Yeah.
2: I forget in, in the movie. Was he married? No, no I don't think yeah. so. Because he's married in the book.
0: Yeah, well, he falls in love with Rachel, and him and Rachel go running off at the end of the movie. And he's not like with anyone in the movie besides Rachel. Right. Um, For myself, I'm excited for the movie because I feel like what Blade Runner did get right was the atmosphere of the movie. Like, I love the world of Blade Runner. Like, just walking through the streets of LA was awesome Mm -hmm. in Blade Runner. Seeing like the far away shots of of the city, just the, the world itself, the world building inside Blade Runner was cool. So, having someone else play in that sandbox and try to make it more modern and try to bring what we have today to that world makes me a lot more Mm -hmm. excited for the movie. Yeah. Uh, Because I do think a lot of the stuff that's wrong with Blade Runner is just the fact that it's dated. It's 1982. A lot has changed since then. Uh, The genre has evolved since then and gotten more mature. So having that same world, but in today's world, like with our sensibilities, could be really cool.
2: I'm, I'm looking forward to if they can match, like, the visuals of Blade Runner with, like, the effects of today. Yeah. Like, because some, some of those, like, um, uh, the the project, like, the hologram mm-hmm. um, advertisements that they showed, like, like that shit just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, it, sh- it should be a really good visual I, experience, if anything.
0: I do want to correct myself on one thing. I, so I looked up, there's actually two screenwriters for Blade Runner. And one of them is Michael Green, and he has done some good stuff. He did Logan. Mm. He did the whole bunch for American Gods. He also did some terrible things like Alien Covenant <laughs> so.
1: wah, wah. and the Green
0: Lantern movie, which oh, everyone has. Sad. You know, that, that one, I, I don't blame him because I, I think still the haven't studio, seen that one. Uh, don't. The, the studio
2: ruined Green Lantern. I just didn't
3: say. hate it. What you wow. didn't
2: hate it? You're you're kicked off. You're, you don't you don't I like Blade, hate Runner, Blade but Runner, but you, didn't you like hate Green Lantern. I mean,
3: I didn't like I kidding, love didn't it. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> shut off your mic yep. right now. Mic off now. Uh,
4: <laughs> 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 All right, I did um, it actually shut yeah. it off. <laughs> She's like, wait, really? Uh, let's go
0: ahead
5: and go to the homework. All right, so this so this was us of the homework. yeah. So this, yes, was this was Bruno's
4: homework this week.
1: Student teacher. What book? The original homework was what book?
5: Or book series.
1: Or book series that is not a current TV series or a current uh, movie. Would you like, as to be an uh, expanded universe, and who and what actor mm-hmm. would you have lead it, and what role would they play?
3: Do you want me to start first? You start first.
1: because yeah.
3: Okay, so mine was technically a movie, I think, in the 50s already, but it's been a very long time, and the movie wasn't very good. And it was just one movie, and I think it could be expanded into a series. I think it would work better as TV, personally, but with the crap that people do these days. Um, One of my favorite books is The Illustrated Man by Red Bradbury. And it is technically a collection of short stories. And then he created a story to go around it. And the premise is that this drifter is walking alone uh, from place to place. And he comes across a man covered in tattoos. And he notices the tattoos move and tell a story. And you find out that the illustrator man was cursed by a witch, and she put these tattoos on him. And so the short stories are all the stories based off the tattoos. And at the end, the drifter is, because they walk together and they talk together and they sleep on the road together, and the drifter sees this one spot, and it shows the illustrator man killing the drifter.
5: Oh. Dun, dun, dun. And so
3: I think I would like um, the drifter to be Pedro Pascal.
5: Oh yeah, from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, he's yeah. Aubryn. Oh okay. Yeah. And from Narcos, yeah. And Narcos, yeah. And Narcos, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: And I think that I would want the illustrated man to be Jay Courtney.
2: What's he from? Oh.
3: Um Jay Courtney was in
2: He was Captain Boomerang.
3: He was Captain Boomerang, but don't, suicide don't pull squad. that against him. Um he's in oh, the okay, kind, yeah, American yeah. Summer, he was in Spartacus, he was in Ten Years Later. He's been in a lot of kind of random things. He was in Jack Reacher.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: He's been in a lot of action movies. He's kind of like the poor man's Tom Hardy. That's yeah. what
0: I actually, yeah. I get confused for a second because you're like, Yo, he yeah, he was Boomerang. I'm like, I thought Tom Hardy was Boomerang. Yeah, exactly. No, I know he's That's not. who okay, they yeah. get him when they <laughs> can't get
3: Tom Hardy. But I think that he's more than his his role from Horrible Suicide Squad, and I think that he could have a real chance with something yeah. as interesting as this. Interesting.
0: Okay. Chachi, you dreaded this homework. You didn't want to do it. You called it bullshit multiple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Um, so what's your answer?
3: He's every student. <laughs> so
2: you guys have probably heard me talk about this before. It's a series by my, my, You're not my, allowed to do that. One of my favorite authors, Jim Butcher. It's called The Codex Alera. Ah, you did his other series. Fuck you, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, The Codex Alera is a six-part story about um this race of people called Alarans, right? They're on this uh, planet called Karna. And they all have access to furies, right? So there's, like, elemental furies. uh, Earth, wind, fire, water, and metal, right? And each one gives you, like, different abilities. So, like, uh, metal, like, people that can uh, do metal fury crafting can change the hardness of their metal. So they're all really good, like, swordsmen. Um, people that have access to watercrafting can do like they can change the shape of their face. It's really good for healing. So is it like Avatar? It's 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 a lot, actually, yeah. Um, and so the story is about Alara and every everybody has access to it. Like and either you're really strong with it or like you have like, you know, passing ability. Everyone except for the main character. And so he has to figure out how to go through life. Without um, access to furies, and it makes him like think way differently than everyone else because like everyone's just like, oh, I need to do this thing. I'll just call my fury to do it. He actually has to like do stuff, and then it becomes like a lot more than that. But it's a it's a good like horses and swords and magic fantasy. I
3: like that. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like you could definitely do something better than the, the Avatar, the Last Airbender that we got from him. Night, like
2: the book
0: series, feels a lot more like. Ancient times and like avatar feels
1: well
2: yeah so it's 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 funny because this book series was written off of a bed really? right so Jim, Jim Butcher one of his friends said I bet you can't make a bo- like a, a really good book off of like a really terrible idea and and, and Jim was like I'll do two so uh, his friend told him make a book based off of the lost Roman Legion and Pokemon <laughs> And he came up with this, and it's really good. So, yeah. like, some the, of the
3: best art is made from bets.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, so the Alarans are actually. Um, so, do you guys know the story of the Lost Roman Legion?
1: Yes. I'm okay. not too familiar with it. Well, man.
2: I'm not going to explain it, but basically, there's a Roman <laughs> well, Legion. Well, too bad. <laughs> that, <laughs> and a Lost. That they're Lost, right? Yeah. It's, kind of, it's
0: in the title. Come on.
2: Yeah. Um, but he, he has confirmed that the Lost Roman Legion actually ended up in Karna. Mm-hmm. So they went through like the Bermuda triangle or whatever and you know some bullshit like that. But they ended up here and whenever they got there, they got access to these Furies because like they their entire society is like all Roman. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And plus there's like um, they one of their main enemies are the Canim, and they're like wolfmen. and then there's ice Men, and then there's the the big evil enemy called the Vord, which is like pretty scary. They're like, <laughs> bugs and shit. <laughs> bugs and shit. Got it. Yeah.
3: So who would you cast?
2: Oh, shit. I forgot about that. So I didn't cast um, the main character, Tabby, because he starts off as a kid and he, like, he goes... Yeah. and... Right. So, um, but I did cast his uncle, uh, his Uncle Bernard, um, as uh, Gerard Butler because, like, whenever I was watching or whenever I was reading it, I only imagined him. <laughs> and then he also... Um, Part of like the homestead he's growing up on, they have he's kind of a slave. Um, his name is Fade. He's he is mute and everyone like he's really stupid. But I imagined him by uh David Wenham, who was Faramir from Lord of the Rings. Oh,
0: okay.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: But he's he's not what he seems. Dun,
4: dun, dun. Spoiler alert He's neither this. mute
3: nor stupid. <laughs>
2: I'd say
0: that. (laughs) Interesting. All right, Brennan, your turn.
5: Um, so I had just got a better idea, like right now, but I (laughs) am doing some research. I just figured. Well, so I so my original my original plan was. Um, I I don't read a ton of. I haven't read a ton of books, so like I kind of had to like go digging deep to see if there was anything I could even remember from. Whatever. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. <laughs> so City spot. Hey, but
4: I have I
2: have a good book to recommend to you. It's called The Dresden Files.
5: Yeah, <laughs> so so my original answer was I um was a handful of Dean Koontz books that I read. Um I read this book called The Taking, which I really liked, and then I read another book called Phantoms. Now Phantoms was a long time ago, but I could see actually a universe where Koontz might have had phantoms in the taking occur in the same the same universe. Oh yeah, okay. Um uh, I won't get too heavily into like a Synopsis, but like,
3: is that what you're gonna do, or do you have a different one?
5: So, so the I think a better answer that my second answer, which I just thought of, would be The Wicked and the Divine. Uh, the oh, co- yeah, the, the graphic, co- graphic oh, novels. Oh, novels. okay, it had to be a book. Yeah, had to be a book. Okay, then it, this, I, if, yeah. if it were, that's all I would I I have done, but I would or love,
3: love to see novels. Wicked and the
5: Divine. Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah I forgot, I forgot the no graphics novels. So, then I'll stick with my original answers, which was the Koontz books. Um, I don't actually remember the name of the character from Phantoms. Um, they're, they're, it's a sister. She's going up to visit her other sister in like a, and it's it's just like that and like some generic military guy, that I think like, or a sheriff that she works with for the entire book. So like those two are relevant. But the taking I actually think is, um, it's about this guy named Molly, or not Molly, <laughs> uh, Neil and his wife Molly. And the book kind of starts with them like in their house and their writers. And then like this weird purple rain appears and then it, it it's a really creepy, unnerving book. I um, read the book, and yeah, it asked, is. I, that love that th- it I yeah, love it. got me into Dean I love yeah, the taking was very good. It's very unnerving, um, and it's very creepy. And, and it has a weird twist at the end. Yeah, it does have kind of a weird twist at the end. So like, ultimately, I think I could see someone like Molly being played by like Amy Adams, and um, like Neil, Neil's because she's she's a, like a really strong willed woman, and she just kind of does not taking shit from anyone. And I always kind of liked Amy Adams in that kind of role. Uh, for Neil, I don't know who I would cast as Neil. Neil's a tougher one. I, I could. I, I'm obviously I would love to see him as like Fassbender or Kevin Bacon because I just like those guys. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember a whole lot about Neil's character in the book. But there is a guy in the book. There's a guy he's like wears like a yellow rain jacket. He oh, yeah. he appears in like the bathroom. He's like really like he's from her past. Like some keeps showing
1: up and like he yeah. keeps
5: showing up and he's just like he's like kind of slithers into rooms. It's like he's just really gross and dirty and kind of just like a creep. And I will immediately think of it as like Peter Stormare. like and mm. um I I don't know, I love Peter Stormare. so like I, I feel like he'd be a good kind of sleazy I can't imagine who he is now. Who what's he in? Peter St. Romare. he was Lucifer in Constantine. Constantine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's also in American Gods. He's um, Chernobog. Chernobog. Yeah, Chernobog. Aww. Yeah, yeah, the guy, yeah. The, the guy with the hammer. Mm-hmm.
2: The fucking sleazebag. The sleazebag. Bag. The typical the sleazy Russian. He plays it really well. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Oh, it. Oh, yeah. Really yeah, well. Yeah, just to say the sleazy Russian. <laughs> yeah, this
5: the sleazy Russian. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I know what you're talking about. So, All right, what do you got, Josh?
0: All right, so there's a book series by John Scalzi. Elise I can never say his name right it's called old man's war mm. old man's war is he started the series I think like in 2005 or something like that but uh, it's a set of books about future of earth technology kind of gets way out of control they they come out these guys come from a different planet and they kind of give us more technology and there's this intergalactic war we're constantly fighting against a couple different sides old people get enlisted into it no one on earth knows what happens. They just know that they want old people only. So you can volunteer for this, and they're told that you pretty much get a new lease on life, and they like somehow you will live like a whole another life essentially. So in the book, it starts with that with an old man. He goes into the military program, and then you find out more about what happens. There's not, I mean, it happens within the first part of the book, so it's not a huge spoiler. But essentially, they make him young again somehow. Um, so it's like go back through boot camp, go back through, like if you were in military, they retrain you and you go to different planets and fight in their war. And you're the whole idea is you're keeping Earth safe. But there's like, you know, twists and plot, And it's just a really cool, interesting idea. And I feel like now they could actually do it because we have the technology now for um, making actors look like a different age. So I would want them to cast a young actor <laughs> make him look old in the first half of the movie because he's an old man mm-hmm. and then the second half of the movie he just plays him like yeah. they don't have to do makeup or anything
5: like that for the rest of yeah kind of uh, like uh, guy guy pierce from the alien prometheus stuff they made him like super old looking yeah, but mm-hmm. like they did a lot of like really awesome shorts where they used his younger self mm-hmm. to actually do what he did as wayland so mm-hmm. sorry
0: but yeah that's uh, a really cool idea um Egerton from Kingsman, right now. He's the kid that's in Kingsman. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be him because you make him old, and the guy is kind of like he was an ad executive in life. He's really famous for writing a couple of books and some like TV jingles and that kind of stuff. So he's just like a regular Joe. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. when he gets back and like gets retrained, he becomes like this badass, like Marine. It's kind of like Space Marines type feel. Got it. Cool. Um, And the storyline, they all look beautiful. Like they look like themselves, but like as if. They had like the perfect life as far as like health and uh, exercise and all that kind of stuff. So it's very uh, interesting plot. And I feel like it could be really cool to see that on television or on
1: the big screen. The screen yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I like it. What um, was yours? Mine teacher? was, uh, I grew up reading the Dragonlance novels. Ah. Uh, and I know I've suggested it and they don't hold up well to a bunch of people. And they're like... <laughs> They're like, man, I felt like you gave me this like teenage novel to read. <laughs> uh but the Dragonlance novels were based mainly around uh these two people who played Dungeons and Dragons, and this was their world they created, uh Margaret Rice and uh, Tracy Hickman. Um and now the entire world of Dragonlance incorporates different DD modules. They have over 190 uh books that uh, take place in the same Dang. world. Um but the story that I really want to follow, and I think this is by far everyone's favorite sort of characters and storyline through these novels, was uh, Raslam Majir and his twin brother, Karaman Majir. Uh, Karaman Majir, uh, they're twins. They were, um, Karaman Majir was always like the strong, not so smart uh, brother of the two. Um, everything came easy to him women came easy to him, work came easy to him. Like everything he did was pretty easy in life. Um, whereas his brother, was sickly from birth very sick mm. couldn't do much Would if he walked around the house he'd get winded um, everything he does uh, kind of was very very difficult for him to do but he was very intelligent he used his brain and he also was really good at manipulating his brother because of it mm. um, and his brother refuses to leave his side no matter what uh, so it kind of would follow uh, not their story growing up um, but eventually like Raceland, he becomes this very very powerful wizard and the things that he has to he goes through to kind of get there are um, telling. They, it kind of shows more, way more into his character. Like at some point, I think um, because they're never gonna uh, do it, and it doesn't really spoil much. Eventually, he has to kill his brother in dun, order dun, dun. to obtain uh, this sort of magic he wants to do. And every time he casts magic, he gets weak. He's very like he's very vulnerable after. He'll cast like an amazing spell, but he's just very weak after. But I would love to follow their storyline through it mm-hmm. and for uh these guys are sort of already well they are brothers in another universe uh, but i would like chris hensworth to play chairman and tom uh, okay. hiddleston to play race limogere um and it would mm-hmm. be sort of a role flipping there i mean chris would still i guess be i guess he'd kind of be the same guy thor but a little less intelligent whereas tom would be definitely more sickly but uh more powerful as but it still kept going on, very manipulative. Yeah. So he would definitely be uh, manipulating Chris as far as everything.
0: I'm recasting. I want both Hemsworths to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> brothers to play the brothers. Yeah, and they get some frustration out there you on each other. So that'd be great. <laughs> Liam and Chris. Yeah. Something to keep in mind with that series of with Dragonlance. It's very similar to Blade Runner. It's from like the 1980s. Very much so. early. Right. So it's like. Even though it feels kind of childish and kinda like meh now, you gotta remember this was pretty early on and Mm -hmm. some of the themes that they were developing were early on in Yeah, and
1: you could definitely change up a bunch of those, make it more adult themed too. Yeah,
0: it's like it was going from, hey, we took what Lord of the Rings did and we made our own universe, but then it was still early on in that process. Correct.
1: But the budget to do like the entire a universe of this would probably be bigger than Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings combined. Interesting.
0: Alright, well I think that will do it for this episode. I think we probably ran yeah, super uh, we have yeah, Megan, Megan. Oh wait, no, we Megan have homework.
3: Has, oh, I she worked
1: forgot. really hard on this homework. About the it, homework. It is a longer episode though, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, so for my homework is so we know that they're going to be doing more Green Lanterns. Yes. And we've already had one really shitty lanterns movie. So that you liked that you liked. I didn't hate it.
0: <laughs> I'm saying you liked it i didn't it.
3: love it i liked it, it enough was, to watch it It was
2: better it. than blade runner for sure <laughs>
0: you didn't
1: like like it but you liked it
3: i liked it enough it's dumb and actiony uh anyways so swipe
1: left got it
3: so um i wanted to take the characters that the imdb synopsis had said would be it we don't know if that's accurate because it's not official but i thought it'd be fun if we could cast them ourselves I didn't want to give you guys the whole thing, so this is kind of a group project for you guys. okay. So I made a list of note cards, and you oh guys God. are going to take turns picking two characters to cast, and you guys have to make sure you don't pick the same characters to overlap. Um, and then I do have a, a bonus extra credit character that you can pick if you'd like to pick another one. There's no confirmation that it will be in the movie, but they're just characters that I think would be a lot of fun. Okay? Okay. I think I understand. So you guys are going to take turns picking a character. So those are the greens. The greens. Those are the green lanterns. These are the yellow lanterns.
0: For our listeners, what's going on now, she has Mm flashcards that has the pictures of characters from the comics. We will take a picture and put them into the show notes.
3: Um, So the person who gets to go first is the person who can guess my favorite color of lantern.
5: Red. Red.
3: Josh, you got it first. Then? Yeah. So you get to pick first. You cannot tra- or, uh, flip them over. You got to go based off of look. So you pick your hero.
2: Oh, I have to pick a hero. first? Pick your hero first. Hmm.
3: They do have um, a little bio on the back of them.
2: <laughs> hmm.
3: Okay. So who'd you pick? You can you can look at the name.
2: Oh, I picked John Stewart.
3: Okay, John Stewart. You get to pick your Played villain. by John Stewart from
1: The Daily Sinestro. Easy Sinestro.
2: Enough, yeah. Yeah. Easy do you
3: want to do an extra credit?
2: Um. Oh, this is, there's a cat here, yes. Who's the cat? Yeah, Dexstar. Dexstar. Oh, you're
3: doing Dexstar. Yeah. Okay, so then we'll just go.
5: Uh, go ahead, Bruno. No, just we'll go around okay. the table. Next. All right. Um, Gizmo. <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> That's Chucky's cat. cat.
5: All right, I'm going to take. Uh, oh, you k- 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 I got Carl Rayner. And I'm going to take this guy because he's scary looking. Okay, Archilo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have Arkillo And then I'm going to take this guy because he's also scary looking.
4: Atro- atrocious. atrocious. Atrocitus.
0: Yeah. Atrocitus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. I want Guy Garner, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, I Garner, I guess. That's
2: and cheating. You know I was, who I they was. I was. I was gonna pick him.
0: I. Sorry. I read DC when I was a kid, pretty much <laughs> religiously. So. Uh, I don't like who's left. I guess. I always forget uh, Lisa Dart or Drac. Lisa. Lisa Drac.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't know much about her. And I have to pick a red. You don't have to. They're, extra they're not credit. all red. Oh, oh, I, Those are miscellaneous. I there was one right up there. Uh, my bad. She's
3: red. You oh, got
1: pick the classic.
0: Uh, Alan Scott.
3: And Bruno. That's
1: gonna be mine. I was gonna cast Jared Leto. <laughs> <As Alan laughs> Scott, that would be terrible.
3: You don't know, that. That w- I would be okay with that. Bruno. What?
1: Boom. Bruno. Michael B. Jordan. Yes! <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna take... This green dude, because who the heck is he? Slush. You have to, to pick yeah. your hero first. Yeah, you oh. pick your hero. Jeez. You, you can
3: pick your. I was always first. into
1: antiheroes and villains, like. so this is very apt for me. So Slush right. will be my my villain. I will actually pick the female, uh, which is Jessica Cruz, which will be played by Gina
5: Carano probably, <laughs>
1: and then I want to pick this planet.
5: Which so is do we, Mogo. So do we do cast so the cla- planet? Cast so the planet, mogo.
3: You cast the voice. Yeah. I
4: guess. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So Ego's what's voice. left
3: for me is I get Hal Jordan. Okay. I get Regan Kale, and I get Bleez. So we will see.
0: So 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 next week we have to cast these three characters or two if you only pick two. Uh, we I all. I think, three. I think we all pick three. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't want to be the only one not doing extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially.
3: You got to make up for all your bad opinions on Wonder Woman. <laughs>
1: I told he you I, re- I revisited it. That's true. My opinion has made it worse. No. Okay,
3: so <laughs> the thing is, is it's a group project in that you cannot have any overlapping actors.
0: Okay, so we have to make sure. What we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it on. Okay, okay. We'll I call
1: see. Tom Hardy, uh, uh. Chris uh. Hemsworth. Everyone we've ever mentioned in the show is mine. No, no, no. Yes. I, no, no, no.
2: I, let me have Michael B. Jordan, dog. Come <laughs> on.
1: Michael B. Jordan's ego. The Michael voice of the planet, sorry. <laughs> I, would, I would just
3: Google who wants to play him first before you choose that. Just saying.
0: All right. All right. Anyway, we will get back to you and we'll revisit what each one of us had as far as characters on the next episode. Yes. And we'll yeah. go from there. Um, anything else before we close out the show?
1: No, I think a two hour runtime was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Our really Don't cool.
0: worry. I am cutting this episode way down. Those listeners will never know.
1: Why am I not in it at all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just
0: cut out every single thing we said about Blade Runner that was bad. That's all. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Megan. So I'm just going to cut out Megan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Filmverse. You can follow us on Twitter at TheFilmverse. Email us at TheFilmverse at gmail.com. We're on iTunes. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a like, share us. All that jazz. Tell your friends about us. If you have a book series,
5: you think it'd be fun to turn into a movie, please
0: tweet uh, us. Please tweet yeah. us or
3: if let you, us know. If you have any fan casts for this new Green Lantern movie, we'll, we'll let post, us know. We'll
5: post the pictures of all the characters, and obviously you can hear their names. Uh, if you have your own opinions, by mm-hmm. all means, let pretty know. much just look at every single character
0: in the <laughs> Green Lantern universe, and you pick one you like.
1: Can
3: I?
0: Can no, I that too? this oh, is not. Yeah. Your, I didn't make the homework. Megan did, so you cannot do that. Because
1: Lobo actually has a red ring. Lobo does not count. <laughs> he has a red you ring. You can only
3: use the characters Everyone that the I rings gave rings you.
1: Don't like, care. There was. Do yeah. not care. Okay.
0: Anyway, we're gonna get off the air before we uh, go on too much <laughs> about Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> too late. All right. Okay, bye.
4: bye. Later. Bye.
5: I thank you. yarn
1: That'll do, pig. That'll do.
3: Let me take a picture of you.